Scarpins Audio. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzone. Hello folks, welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos, doggone it. My name is John Boy. It is John Boy time. I am your host, John Francis Fahey. Tis I, the John Boy. Joining me as ever, Guy Fucks. Oh, from V for Vendetta? Yes, from V for Vagina. How about you, <laughs> Magnuto? Oh, I like Magnuto. That's yeah, good. Yeah, Magnuto's good. Master of Magnetism. Oh, God. Maximilian C. Lotus Esquire. Guy Fucks. <laughs> Guy Fucks, I like. Yeah. I said Guy it. Fucks is good. It's okay. Um, Aaron Josephita. How me. are you? Feeling good. Feeling yeah. great. How are Sprightly. You? Spike Lee. Sprightly. Oh, Spike Lee. <laughs> are you feeling sprightly? Yes. Uh, effervescent. Yeah. Sure. Gassy. To your right, my left, handsome Matt Brousseau, the gall with it all, the Frenchman henchman, the oh, Cape hi. Cod Gape God. That's me. Oh, the Colossus of Loads. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What? I can't go back on my word and now say it was you. I know, I know. I You're... give you Magneto. Magneto's fine. You know he has the power over, John. The power over magnetism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, no, he covered that already. Uh, <laughs> and then I covered it. How about, <laughs> how about, you covered how, about him. Uh, how about Moon Knight Shyamalan? Oh, that's pretty good. And uh, and and in honor of today's episode, the I turd, like, the turd man of Balcatraz. I like uh, <laughs> Jesus. That's stupid. That's good. That's yeah. The turd man of Balcatraz. Yeah, very good. That is stupid. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. Do your turd call. <laughs> I'm a turd watcher myself. Recreational oh God. Yeah, oh, I like uh, I, I like when they're when they're prairie dogs. Actually, speaking of turd watching, I read this article um, today about uh, it's this new toilet that's like patented mm-hmm. that uh, like it it scans your butthole and it like recognizes your butthole print. Like nice. so, there's like, like fingerprints. Like yeah, everyone's everyone's unique. And but snowflake. I think, I think you can like alter yours if you know what I'm saying. That's why the cops asked me for, for mine. <laughs> they asked. <laughs> they didn't have a choice. Yeah. Uh, and then it'll also like examine your excreta. You know? Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes I like the picture is really cool because like it'll show like the like the you know, like the Terminator vision of it. Yeah, <laughs> it shows like like fifteen different buttholes types. Yes, in the Vice article, <laughs> there's buttholes. Wow. Yeah, they are groundbreaking. You know what I like to do is uh, I'll just wave uh, my Remy Lacroix flashlight over the toilet to bypass the security. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I get in and yeah. I can go down to you know the mainframe and bypass the data port and hack you know yeah, straight and, in there and make <laughs> make her toilet think <laughs> yeah. that she's got IBS. <laughs> <laughs> just getting emails on it every day. <laughs> Remy's been eating a lot of corn. <laughs> LaCroix, Remy, recognize. <laughs> <laughs> so you got a Remy LaCroix anal flashlight. No, I don't. Flashlight. I've never owned a flashlight. I know, but you borrowed I, one. But I, do, I just think it's funny. <laughs> I think it's funny that you, you girls are casting their buttholes, the nuanced, beautiful, contoured, uh, shy halud mouth. Uh, what did you just say? The shy halud mouth. Shy halud mouth? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Oh, uh, the sandworm in Dune. Oh. <laughs> 
Finally. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Oh, boy. You like that, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so so will you. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they do this thing, and, and porn stars, you know, they sell them. I like, listen, I love everybody's hustle. Oh, absolutely. But, like, Massive. do you think, do you think because you bought this and it looks like, because let me tell you, man, like. It could be anybody's asshole. That could be anybody's mm-hmm. asshole. That well, could, no, no, we know now. Well, that, there that's is, how you know. There's one way to find out, yeah. and that's by the toilet. Yeah, right. But also, it, it's not like the inside feels the same. Okay, yeah, you don't the know that. The inside of the flashlight doesn't feel like the, the <laughs> vagina either. No, mine's full of wires. <laughs> <laughs> you got that cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's an Xbox. You've been fucking. <laughs> it's a PS number two. Yeah. Hmm. Now, Bummer. yeah, do you think that just some guy at the Fleshlight factory is just, like, just casting his own anus on there? And he's yeah. like, ah, they'll never know. He's like, yeah, there'll be a documentary about him in, like, ten years. Yeah, like, the you know, the lady that put the cum in the cupcakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It'd be fucked up, yeah, because if it ever got out that these weren't, like... All those guys are gay now. That weren't... <laughs> Including you. I told you I never had one. Yeah, but you have, you used it. I used it to break in. Yeah. Yeah. Break yeah. into yeah. what? Yeah. Break through the closet door. <laughs> You're like the Kool-Aid man coming yeah. out of the closet. I'm coming out of the closet like the Kool-Aid oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Show me to the cock and balls. Man. Which that's, is fine. Yeah, that's great. These days. Yeah. These days. These days. Oh man, uh, uh, that's the shit that the Jim Jones people were drinking. We all they would all be okay. Man, mm-hmm. that uh, fucking oof, that Madonna video, sad dude. That was wild. She sad. looks she, she looks real crazy. She looks oh, like an alien. Uh, yeah, it, she, her TikTok. She's just like doing this. Yeah, she's gonna strap and on. She got big old like porny boobies now. It's oh, weird, man. Yeah. Weird. And she's listening to these days by like Nico, so it's like pretty like. Are you like? Depressed. Like yeah, you know, this is like a song it's where a everybody was on heroin when they yeah, made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's also a video where everyone was on heroin, <laughs> meaning Madonna. Yeah. Um, <sighs> um, man, these celebrities, man. My pal, just Je- like my, my pal uh, Jesse Lynn uh, Latchett just left town. That was real fun. That was great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great jukebox with her. Uh, yes, excellent. Uh, folks, $5 a month and an extra episode per week. Uh, we had an impromptu jukebox featuring Radisson Zaharyev. And uh, my friend, Jess Latchett, mm-hmm. uh, and I had a bunch of days off from work. It was glorious. We saw everything everywhere all at once, which is fucking mm-hmm. mind-blowing. Uh, we had a real good hang with you and your buds. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jawbreaker were incredible. Jesse is just the best. She is a, a total legend. Um, and, you know, somebody I've known for like 20 years, and I just love her so much. So it was so great to have a couple of days um, hanging out with her. Um, and, uh, we were on our way to the fucking, uh, to the show and, uh, she busted out some, some great shit on that jukebox. Mm-hmm. She was talking about Wilson and stuff, her son. Uh, but, uh, we were on our way to the show and, um, this thing, uh, I don't know. Like I, we were already kind of lit from hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we're not. John showed up in John fashion, you know, or. Oh, I know. Yeah. Okay. You live with him. What the fuck does that mean? You brought a party with you. That's it was true. just you and Jesse, and I know. you were already 
to I, go as soon as you got here. Yeah, that's true. Flashlight in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said, whose butthole is this? Well, yeah. Mine. <laughs> You're like, how'd you get past security? And I just held it up. <laughs> like Loki in the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's like, how do you make it wink? Uh, it's like, you squeeze it. Um He's crying. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but uh, so, I don't know, I get in the Uber on the way to the show, and I said something. I was talking about, like, man, you know, I wish I did. <laughs> I'm this level of drunk where I go like I wish I did Boy Scouts so I knew more knots you know <laughs> and then some conversation about that the Uber driver's this nice guy and then uh, we are talking about it for a second and he was talking about like you know doing knots for sailing and doing knots like as a ranch hand and this guy I mean this motherfucker was like the r- wrong guy to tell about knots oh uh, well maybe the right guy so oh, like, oh the right guy yeah. yeah 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 and then I made some kind of pun uh, with knots and me and Jesse are, are fucking like getting silly laughing and then he looks in the mirror and he goes, that's not funny. <laughs> and we like fucking were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> exploded, losing our minds. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is our favorite guy ever. I think Jesse brought up the Uber driver twice the next day. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, man, he was the best. I was like, yeah, he really was. <laughs> he was really, really sweet. Just like this old dude. Um, but yeah, that was really, really fun. Um, oh, you need to do a little bit of a recap on uh, Robert Stroud. That's right. Uh, A.K.A. Uh, the Birdman of Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. But of course, yes. as, as you know, uh, he never uh, possessed any birds at Alcatraz. That's right. Right. Yeah. Which any- is the Bird Island. Yes, uh, which is named uh, for the Canaries, I believe. Yeah, there was... We had, we actually talked about this on an episode once. Like, it was... You were talking uh, about in the last episode. Alcatraz. Alcatraz. I think it's supposed to be like... Spanish. For, it was like seagull, and then it was like... Pelican or oh, frigate. it was pelicans. You're completely yeah, it was right. Something like that. Uh, yes, yeah, so it, it was like it was the like... Isle of Pelicans, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I mean, take the same thing with Matthew Wagman. You know what I mean? You're sending this poor guy over there. You can't use the phone. I know. You're t- and just then teasing. You're, you're sending yeah. this guy to the fucking the bird prison. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it's just cruel and unusual. I'm sorry. Slap yeah. in the face. I mean, he said this is for the birds. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> Bet he had a lot on his mind too. So. Birds. Uh, Robert Stroud. Um, and I was, I was mad. I was like, I was like, I was like, I didn't even think about how Scottish Stroud. He must be a proud Stroud. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> um, He's winging it. <laughs> oh God. So Robert Stroud, uh, as you know, um, beaten in the belly by the dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, in his mother's belly. In his mother's yeah, belly. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, treated uh, 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 viciously, threatened, uh, threatened to his life by the father. And then the mother, who is so doting, and then she doesn't get her way or doesn't like something. And then it is the silent treatment. And the walls go up. And of course, uh, Robert is very kind to his mentally disabled uh, little sister. Um, and. Um, I've actually been an older sister because I believe the mother had two daughters from a previous marriage. Right. And um, then there was the younger brother. And so that was a thing where he faked uh, the typhoid possibly yeah. mm-hmm. um, to get because 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 even the dad was like, "Ooh, the baby, mm-hmm. which is like, what the fuck is yeah. it with these guys where he's beating one yeah. in the belly? And the next one, he's like, oh, God, look at this little tyke. Like what the fuck changed, man? Age. <laughs> yeah, he just got he just got old. Yeah, he just cooled out. You know, he reached the day the age his dad died. Isn't it crazy like, yeah. when psychos cool out? Like, <laughs> man, you know I'm really just taking it in stride these days. It's like you used to be a you used to be a 
throw mom down the stairs so I wouldn't be born. <laughs> I was a younger man. Yeah. yeah. It was um, a rough couple decades for me. And so then, uh, you know, he has a thing where he's uh, pulled out of school. Uh, he is homeschooled by his mother. Um, uh, excuse me. You know, he's, he's homeschooled by his mother, and then he's put into school, and he's so far ahead of those kids, and then he has a superiority complex, and uh, he's... Um, you know, uh, ends up on the on the rail cars, uh, abused by the the box car men, mm-hmm. uh, the hobos, mm-hmm. uh, and drifters. <laughs> yeah, ends up vagabonds. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Ends up uh, in Alaska, where he meets uh, Kitty O'Brien, mm-hmm. who he is either a friend of or a pimp to, and uh, he um, kills a man, uh, Von Dahmer, mm-hmm. over not paying her, possibly roughing her up. Uh, and you know, like I said, there's, there's sweeter and sourer versions of that story where it's like, oh, she nursed him back when he was sick one time. And, you know, but he said also about his sexuality that, um, it either had to be an overbearing older woman, Mm -hmm. you know, and she was like 36 and he was 18, um, or it had to be young boys Mm -hmm. because his mother valued young boys and, um, more so than adult men. So he like develops everything about his sexuality is coming from his mom, you know, mm-hmm. and um, he also had that thing of like total honesty from his mother. So as soon as he kills this guy over this dispute with the prostitute, uh, he goes toes to a cop and he's like, yeah, I fucking did it. And he goes, this is how he treated a woman. How about that? Yeah. So want to arrest me now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that was the thing. Thanks, kid. And then, uh, you know, um, he's he's in McNeil Island and uh, has something where he's possibly able to going to be able to visit with his brother, um, the popular baby brother. <laughs> and some ward, you know, uh, uh, screw tries to fuck him out of, of, of visiting it, in his opinion. And then he just stabs him in the in the cafeteria in front of mm-hmm. thousands of people. Um, You're locked in it with me. Uh, yeah, and so that was the thing I talked about in that episode, was that he was such a problem with his tongue. Uh, I described him as Batmanian. Yes. Uh, and that they would tie him to the bars, tie his arms to the bars, because he was considered so dangerous um, in every way imaginable. And uh, he's smarter than all of you. Everybody there. <laughs> So that's a real problem mm-hmm. <laughs> because because yeah. the prisoners and the like the warden and on down to the screws everybody's scratching their head about like how to fucking figure this guy out and that never goes away. Right, it's a good thing the birds don't speak English. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Can't uh, tie his brain to the bars. But you know, so he has this thing. Even though there's you know there's this, this weird dichotomy, right? Or it's like you know speaking um, all all of the truth and being honorable, but also there's this thing of um, eliciting sympathy. And uh, kind of being fostering sympathy, I think is what it's called, John. Oh, yeah, yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and killing people. And right, but just still, like the thing is, like he does, he does these things uh, with no remorse, and then he somehow brings you around to thinking he was right. Yeah, yeah. And in a way, <laughs> you're kind of like, well, that guy was being a dick, <laughs> and then you're like, and that guy was kind of being a dick too. But also, like, you know, I don't know if you guys know that it, you can't go around killing people. You just can't do it. No, uh, not in most places. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Certainly not in jails. Oh, right. Um, and, yeah, that's and, and, obvious, and so, so in McNeil, you know, he killed this guy, federal employee. So then it's Leavenworth, mm-hmm. and then um, he's considered such a problem that uh, 
it's straight to solitary and his mother um you know he he's sentenced to hang and his mother gets Woodrow Wilson to stay the execution stay the execution and the the warden uh, of Leavenworth is so put out by that because he's like this guy is such a fucking problem for me to deal with that you are really fucking with the program mm-hmm. here because it would be way more convenient for me if this guy died <laughs> right and for everybody there and like, right, yeah yes. right um and uh you know uh <laughs> yeah you know, when you're in solitary, like, I mean, you're in solitary. It's 23-hour lockdown. Right. So that one hour a day, mm. is that problematic for you? Do a better job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. You know, like, you're, you have one job. Keep the so, guy yeah, in the and, cage and, 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 for and, one and hour. The episode, too, I just kind of, like, listened to it before, like, right before we started just so I could get kind of, like, where I was at. But you had the point of, you know, um, he got caught with that thing, which was the... Um, the ring with the stamps with the uh, uh, with uh-huh. the morphine on them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he assaulted uh, the orderly and the fellow prisoner that were in on the scam because they snitched. Right. And he was like, "I just wish I killed them." Um, so it's just like the kind of thing where like he's got these rules, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, very uh, simple. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's kind of a thing of like, just don't fuck with me, you know? Uh, which is, you know, it's not like this. He was this stalker. That would creep around and you'd, right. w- you'd want to steal something. And then, right. you know, it was just a thing of like. He's got a big sign that says no trespass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Beware yeah. of psychopath. Yeah. Right. And you're the one walking on the lawn. Right. Stop it. And so I told you also at Leavenworth was a thing where he almost talked, uh, or no, he did successfully talk uh, the, the attempt uh, by Carl Panzram into suicide. Mm-hmm. And that was a thing I said it almost harkens back to Hannibal Lecter. Uh, oh, Hannibal Lecter was, yeah, I, I believe that was uh, totally stolen. But it, it harkened back to this thing of. Uh, like I said, like the Riddler, mm-hmm. I have to be the smartest one in the class. Mm-hmm. I have to be the most dangerous one on the block, too. Right. Uh, so a pandram then would, would have been kind of a threat. Right. And it's also, you know, it, it is, it, kill, it, it kills two birds with one stone, John. Mm-hmm. It, does, it, 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 it proves that you're the smartest one on the block. Mm-hmm. And it also eliminates the only other threat. Yeah, who is the other smartest right, guy right. on the block? And and and, and, and Panzerim is no slouch either. Like Panzerim's in there reading Nietzsche and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not as if like yeah, of course he, he's reading Nietzsche. Nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, but he's not he's not the biggest louse on the block. Right. But he, he he makes some kind of a uh, uh, half-assed attempt at it. And you know, but but I mean, from the poisoning to the nicking of the arteries, that's all coming down the hallway via dialogue with Stroud. The whole attempt is basically. You know, it's it's mur- murder by fucking, you know, verbal. Like it's it's fucking nuts. Um, but uh, so he would have been there. Uh, you know, when um when uh, Panzerum was hanged, and uh, this whole time he's got like I don't know what it is because he's got. This mother that somehow you said it was from her giving bomb ass head. Oh, to Woodrow Wilson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I just thought of like Forrest Gump's yeah, mom. Yeah, right. But he's got this thing where uh, she's fully on his side, even though she's definitely real crazy, right? Um, and it's enough, you know, but there's like, there just seems to be this cult of personality already around him where you're like, why does he get away with so much when he does like abrupt, like these are not, mistakable crimes like these are like full-on i did it signed the confession took a picture with the body <laughs> you know what i mean like like but he keeps getting around 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like a thing where you're like, how the fuck does he get away with it? And and also never apologize. Like, well, it's kind of like the Ted Bundy thing where the guy who sentenced him or, you know, read him the verdict was like, mm -hmm. It'd be, I wish I would have seen you practice. Court I know, I know. Yeah, there's law in my courtroom. But son. even but even then, it's a thing where like your, your warden hates you. He knows that you're dangerous. And you say like and then you're always in solitary. And you're still dangerous, and you're right. Do a better job uh, for that one hour, man. The sweat must just pouring <laughs> down, like There's alarms going off everywhere. You know, but like you know, um, so like it's it's like you know, so that Leavenworth uh, warden, he was very pissed when Woodrow Wilson overturned it. You know, and he was like, "Okay, man, fine, he's not going to be hanged, but it's straight back to solitary." Mm -hmm. In total, uh, Stroud in his life, after fifty four years behind bars, um, which you know, from the time he was eighteen, he never saw. Uh, Free day again. Jesus. Um, Forty-one were in solitary. <laughs> oh my god. Forty-one. And so that was the thing too. We talked about you know the guy coming and giving his tray, and he talked about like severing the guy's arm and planning that and admitting to it. And um, you know, so you know, we, we towards the end of that, we were having the thing of like, well, you know, it's dangerous. <laughs> but also, you were saying like, but. If, if, you, if you look at that arm and you don't think about cutting it off, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, there are two things that you happen. You deserve to be hanged. All right. If you do not think every, every waking moment about how to get revenge on your captors, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Uh, and get out of there. Like, you, you're not even alive. You're. There are what, like three things that happen in the day? You get a tray of food in the morning. You then get let out some for an hour, and then you get a tray of food <laughs> at night, and that's it? You might get three squares. Yeah. You okay. might get three. Uh you probably count a lot of the cracks on the wall right. for a good portion of the day. Yeah. And I think you take one shower a week. Oh, there's one thing uh, that Rob Cordy does. Oh, good. Rob Cordy does in the prison thing in, in the 10. He goes, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? He goes, I was going to fold this piece of paper for a while, but I guess, <laughs> guess that can wait. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got two trays, and it's just paper, and it says folded, unfolded. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's to kill the time in prison. Yeah, I'm folding paper. That's what makes it rape. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know, like I said, uh, self-taught ornithologist, uh, breakthroughs in sepsis with birds, and, you know, you know, the thing that's interesting, too, is, like, part of, you know, the people that are, are lobbying for this guy to get out, it's, it's these ornithologists all over the world because they're reading his work. Uh, you know, uh, two of which were published, and he's like, oh, I never got fucking royalties from that or whatever. Um, but meanwhile, he's also selling canaries and shit out of Leavenworth. So, like, and all of that money is going to, like, his mother who moved to Kansas. To be closer. To be closer so that he could, you know, um, keep, ha keep appealing. Right, because he had to have a family member in state or something like no, that. No, no, no. That's why he married his wife. Right. Because you can't, uh, yeah, you can be um, moved, I believe, if uh, if uh, you had, uh, uh, because of Kansas's laws. Right. We're like, okay, you can have a federal prison here, but if they have a Kansan wife in the federal prison, yeah, you can't, you can't yeah. transfer them. So they kind of worked around that, and uh, Della Mae Jones, she moved there. And I think in the Birdman of Alcatraz movie, they changed the name to Stella. And, um, you know, so 55, I believe it was, they, uh, they started, the book started The Birdman of Alcatraz. And this guy was very much uh, about rehabilitating the prisons and, and using this guy as an example. And it's just kind of like, 
Man, of all the people you could have picked. Yeah. <laughs> like a white avowed murderer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, he, I, he has a, he's considering the audience. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that you have like, you know, literally Stroud would have the birds like dance when you toured Leavenworth. And and it was, show, it was it, yeah, it was showing like, oh, like, look at what we can do with rehabilitation. Like I was saying when they had the look what we can do with right. birds. Oh, imagine yeah. the people. The progressive <laughs> warden, yeah. you know, he was trying to show off like, look, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nobody it's, like makes that, the... it's like that Filipino jail where like he makes the, all the inmates do the thriller dance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, like. You probably read that book. Yeah. It was like, if they can do this with birds. I mean, if, yeah. And if no one here is a bad person now, if they can do this dance. I know. I mean, like, how, yeah. it's pretty tough to keep your, like, I don't know. Five, your street, six, seven. Your street cred when you're doing. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Michael Jackson was very tough in those videos. <sighs> in mm-hmm. the videos. Yeah. Remember fucking- when they tied their wrists together and then that crazy knife fight? <laughs> yeah. I was that, like, that was Whoa! beat it, man. Oh, yeah. No, but still, that's just. He was on the streets in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't stick around for the end credits. I got out of there. <laughs> I don't know what song it was because I was like, ooh, gang violence. Oh. Not for me. I ran out of my own house. Um, to the subway. Yeah. Uh, the subway. Do you think Michael Eat had a fresh. Macaulay Culkin butthole flash, flashlight? Oh, Christ. What? what? Huh? Do you think Michael Jackson <laughs> had a Macaulay Culkin butthole Flashlight. If he if he didn't, he had one in his mind. Mm-hmm. He could have recreated a complete memory. How, how mad do you think Macaulay Culkin is that like he swore up and down under oath all the time that Michael Jackson never did anything funny, and then now the world is just like that motherfucker was fucking some kids. Right. Well, it's a it's a brilliant strategy move by Michael. Yeah. To mm-hmm. not fuck Corey Feldman or the most you know the, yeah. the most fuckable kid of all time. <laughs> in his eyes. Right. In his eyes. In his eyes. Yeah, not, your, not, my, not my opinion, Aaron Joseph Peter. The Phil Collins song in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm not a pedophile. That's this sorry motherfucker here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this little man. <laughs> if I don't hit on him, it's nuts, right? <laughs> How could I be a pedophile? <laughs> I, I got Richie Rich in my bed. <laughs> and one half of the stories. Corey Feldman from... Friday the 13th 4 The final chapter Shit yeah, Remember speak, when he shaves his head and speak, shit? speak on this <laughs> come, to, come to my defense Child star <laughs> Defense <laughs> Where's the kid from Webster <laughs> And my chimp <laughs> Bubble speak <laughs> You're basically an infant <laughs> Come on You need sign language <laughs> Yeah Something <laughs> Do something Bubbles <laughs> Jesus uh, so you know, um, uh, Stroud do something, bubbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, you're just a sidekick. He's got bubbles from the wire. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know he uh, he's you know he like, he's got this thing where like he's always pushing too, right? Because you have first of all the stay of execution, <laughs> big deal. Um, solitary confinement for the rest of your life, not so fun. But still, two cells. One is just for birds. So he has two yeah. solitary confinement cells? Yes, two. Mm-hmm. And, but so also, he has like but 10 also, feet to move But also, around. like, man, like, they're fucking disgusting. Yeah, of course. They're covered in bird, bird shit. Yeah. Yeah. Feathers. Yeah. 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 Ah! 
<laughs> um, and he brought the feathers in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He makes his own pillows. That <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is where I lay my head. <laughs> you can lay down. He too. did like a big like uh, native headdress. It was very problematic. No. No. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. <laughs> I mean, now, now I'm going to start hating this guy. Cancel this man. <laughs> I know. Um, but, you know, so like he's uh, a. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's some people that that would be the final straw. <laughs> <laughs> You know? It was this was not included in the book. For um, so he was, you know, uh, Coachella. <laughs> but you know, then it's like he's complaining about not getting the royalties from the books. You smuggled it out of prison. I mean, he's not wrong. No, but but also like the canary sales from your prison cell, where there's a prison with prison overcrowding. That money goes. You have your own secretary. Because you get so much mail. Was the secretary a prisoner too? No, the secretary is hired because they got to open everything and make sure there's no oh, right, bullshit right, right. and all these fucking morphine stamps. Right, right. No, you that, know? That can't be a burden this right? thing. Right? And so, but he's doing so much trade the world over with ornithologists and, uh, you know, studies and all that stuff. And then and then the actual sale of canaries, uh, like I said, J. Edgar Hoover bought one, which is mm-hmm. fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Of all people. No, oh, he loves birds. <laughs> um... <laughs> He likes the bird cage. <laughs> yeah, the cage. Um, and uh, he just keeps kind of pushing it. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, why not? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, you're getting away with it. I mean, what are they going to do? Kill him? So they wrote. They wrote. <laughs> they, yeah, <laughs> double jeopardy, baby. Yeah. Um, he wrote uh, two two uh, books about birds, uh, diseases, and birds. And uh, then he did one that was um, children's book. History of, of 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 like the penal system, right? So that's basically him doing the pandram thing, which is just sticking it to. Yeah. Look at these fucking sadistic assholes. These fucking people suck. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know who's also uh, in cages? Me. Uh, yeah. Right. Um. But like, you know. Uh, so that one they wouldn't let, let it get out because also he talks about uh, his uh, homosexuality in that. And, oh. And uh, he, he was he was known as a dangerous homosexual. Oh, you think? Yes. <laughs> and uh, which is like a thing where you go like he tricked most of us straight guys into fucking <laughs> it's dangerous. That's what I'm saying, man. It's a thing where you go like the word homosexual is just so unnecessary because it goes like someone goes like there's a dangerous guy in the list and somebody's like is he gay? <laughs> he's a homosexual and a murderer. I mean, yeah, it's that he's so gay it's dangerous. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like that thing where like you're like oh I'm gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. don't I get too close. <laughs> Shit, they'll steal your dick and he won't give it back. I know. It's like that thing where you go. Like, like, he's gonna fucking convince me. Hey, come here, you fucking madman. Get that crazy old ball back over here. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna lick the fucking thing. It smells like bird shit. <laughs> I don't care. Man, you are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are these. <laughs> yeah, say. Wow, I didn't know I was gay until he called he me starts, over. He starts shaking him up like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> On the ropes. Your cream rises dead from Macho Man. <laughs> you ever see watch? You, ever, you should just watch the ultimate warrior shake ropes. It's amazing. It's <laughs> the phrasing on that. I love when he shakes his rope. Yeah. Yeah. I heard this great thing on um Bert Kreischer tell this story about um he's like his kids would go to the, the kids went to the same school as Fred Savage's kid. Uh-huh. Years. Oh, he's a savage. Yeah, and he's with the he's with the other parents, Bert and he's and they just see how like great Fred is. He's just like a normal guy, right? And he's great with the kids and he's great with the other parents and, and Bert he you know he tells the other parents like it's just so great to see he's doing He's just so cool and so well adjusted, you know, considering who his father is. And the other parents are like, honey, oh, he goes, 
Randy the Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And the other parents like believed it for <laughs> Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> And when they found out, they were not happy. That's so, so funny. funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard Paul was Marilyn Manson. <laughs> Good great. Um, but so, yeah, he's, so he's got this, this thing going with the, this ornithologist woman, the pen pal, Della Mae Jones. She uh, becomes his wife uh, through the, the mail. And uh, the prison is really pissed about that. Because then it means he can't be uh, moved, right? And now he's straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a real bummer now for he's a lot just of those guys. <laughs> well, it's not a, not a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. He's a dangerous homosexual. One hour a day. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> ah! uh-huh. All right. <laughs> no, we got T-minus three minutes till he comes here and he butt-fucks all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Some of us, he talks us into it. Uh, uh, I'm already pantsless. So, yeah, he... Uh, you know, um, he, he's, he's got all, all of this uh, laboratory equipment and, um, you know, all of these fucking birds and stuff. And the laboratory equipment is, you know, fucking for this advancement of this medicine, which he's making serious strides in. Like I said, cures, um, which is wild. Yeah, this the is fact like, that they let, I mean, they let it happen, which is one, you know, a testament to like his importance and skill and, and mm-hmm. but like. They fucking trusted him just to have all these beakers and shit. Like, right. he could be making, you know, I don't know, C4 or plastique or something. I don't, like, he could be making anything in there. Oh, well, what it turned out to be, Aaron, was good old-fashioned booze. And so this, nice. is, this, is what I'm, this is what I'm saying is you just keep pushing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you got, you got the fucking thing. You're, like, like, you're in prison. You're doing this morphine thing. You fucking attack them. It, the card. Then it's like now I'm now I'm the Birdman. Now I'm famous. Uh, this guy's fucking uh, making a writing a book about me. Burt Lancaster. Burt Lancaster comes to see him while he's studying f- to to do the movie. And Burt Lancaster's like, I understand you're a dangerous homosexual. <laughs> Can you show me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, oh, Burt Lancaster was the great defender, like I said of. Uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, homosexuals in the Reds. Uh, yes, yes, and uh, particularly uh, Hudson, mm-hmm. Rock Hudson, uh, like like the like the biggest Hollywood person that didn't abandon him yeah. uh, w- during AIDS, and it very much spoke out in support. I was, I was like reading about Robert Stroud. I secondhand became very impressed with Burt Lancaster, and I still really want to see that movie, The Swimmer, which is supposed to be just. Like, uh, yeah, it was strange the other day too. Because uh, through people's it, backyards. Because it was movie. mentioned in the Stiller episode. Oh, uh, yes. I believe is that might be based on a short story that. Uh, it's, it's all like he just it's like in neighborhood yeah, yeah it's yeah. surreal and yeah. he's he's, yeah. he's going home yes yes that's via, based, via that's swimming in pool that's based off a very good short story I Is think it's a, about uh, sperm <laughs> yeah oh syrupy spoims mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, like like soupy sales but soy, syrupy spoims yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's the gay porn <laughs> yeah. Yeah. soupy sales he never really did much oh, I syrupy guess spoims <laughs> he swam yeah oh, god <laughs> We all float down here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, they're, they're, like, they're like, okay, this is finally the thing we have to get this guy the fuck out of here uh, because he broke the rules. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's given no advanced warning of what's happening, that he's going to the, the Pelican Isle and and that the birds will not be traveling with. Mm-mm. Oh, God, they probably, like, break their necks in front of him or something. Oh. 
Um, or set him free. Also, the prison, yeah. the prison, <laughs> the prison was so mad about the marriage and not being able to transfer him that I don't know how they got away with this. They wouldn't allow him to, to write his wife. John, they're a prison. But but you're writing ornithologists in India? Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, yeah, maybe she'll divorce him if she, if she doesn't get the letters. Yeah. Um, so, um, but also the other, the other crazy thing about the marriage was uh, that... Uh, sex. Was that his mother completely turned her back. Again? And, and was just like, my son, like, women are no good for my son. He met one one time in Alaska. <laughs> and that turned into a whole... That- Strictly boys and birds <laughs> for my boy. But, yeah, it was a thing where, like, you see her... Not English, her, I guess. And she actually started trying to stop him getting out of prison. This is how hard the woman that moved there... To keep him getting to killed. To get the money from canary sales to lobby for appeals the minute another woman shows up. I mean, how how fucking sickly Freudian. I know, I was going to say, yeah. Freud is like, yeah. this is great. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. All my work is vindicated. Plus yeah. birds? Yeah. <laughs> what do they mean? <laughs> Call up Carl Jung. There's got to be something here. That's that's my Freud impression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. From Ohio. <laughs> Ziggy. Ziggy Freud. Get Jung on the horn. <laughs> hey, Carl. <laughs> 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 These the guys you looking for. Um so yeah, um uh she the wife takes over, starts selling, you know, the avian medicine. And um So uh, he was making the medicine. He was making the medicine. And in the meantime, he was just like, oh fucking some booze, you know, whatever. And like just again, like I'm saying, like pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was because this thing he's always just like, fuck everybody, man. He's like, I'm a goddamn celebrity. He's like, oh, oh who, who, who Nobody, Burt Lancaster ain't coming to see Panzram. <laughs> Can't even kill himself. Right? <laughs> yeah. I told him exactly what to do. Yeah, that was also he was dead years before. I don't know how I wrote that. But, um, but so, yeah, Elizabeth Stroud was so mad about it, and um, she uh, she now argued against his parole, which is just... Was he ever up for it? No, no, but it, the applications were, like, her main thing. Applications for his parole were like her deal, right? But and there was no ever, there was never a chance of it. Uh, I mean, Woodrow Wilson stopped him from getting hanged. Why? Why not believe? I guess it could be like I don't know. Also, how many years Aaron, after the murder, Aaron, don't forget, like in the in the run up to this, the books are coming out. Maybe now the movies coming. Like, right. So maybe the public sentiment yeah. or, or right, right, right. the notoriety. Um, but um, well, no, that actually was that was going to be later. She died in like thirty seven, but she, you know, um, but there was some kind of buzz here, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, uh, she she moved away from Leavenworth. Didn't speak to him ever again, just because he got married. Yeah, well, she did what she does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. doting, and then when I don't get my way, right, the walls go up. Yep. So yeah, and uh, so he he said in thirty three in in some newspaper something he hadn't gotten any royalties of diseases and canaries, which is his first book, I believe. And um, the publisher uh, complained to the warden, and then um, uh, that was the first time they tried to send him to Alcatraz. And then Stroud, uh, he was allowed to keep the birds. And the canary selling bur- b- business and all that, like so, even like he's talking shit about the prison in the press, and still allowed to keep everything. Like it's fucking wild. Um, and it, a lot of it was because there was this ornithologist for the re- release of Robert Stroud on the outside, mm-hmm. and that's like a whole thing where I'm thinking like, <clears throat> that's the uh, uh, the big bird lobby. Yeah, so you get exactly. yeah, but there's a thing there too where, and I don't mean to overgeneralize, <laughs> but there's a thing where you go like. 
people that are too into animals can get weird. Yeah, they can get anti-human. They can get very anti-human. And yeah. they're like, so he killed a couple of guys. Yeah. He fixed about 40 birds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you add those 40 birds up together, yeah. they form two now, humans. Now put, them, put them in a trench coat. Put them in a trench coat <laughs> and have them start flapping. And the guys All of a sudden, you teach them the thriller dance. Yeah. <laughs> they can go into movies now. Mm-hmm. They Look. become some kind of bird Voltron. They yes. can jack off, but they don't yeah. have a penis. <laughs> We're going to call or it do Voltron. <laughs> That's pretty good. You like that? Yeah. Did you write that down beforehand? No. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, he's finding uh the distillery uh and um um so they're like, all right, man, you need to get the fuck out of here. And uh there's bird shit all over the place. Plus he's dangerous. <laughs> and you're going to Alcatraz, baby. Uh no, no There is bird shit everywhere there. Mm-hmm. Ten, I think ten yeah. ten minutes notice he got. And oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Ni- nineteen forty one, ten minutes notice. He had to drink a lot of wine. And um you know, they say he, he wasn't allowed to bring his beloved birds. Mm-hmm. And you go like, beloved. Mm-hmm. Did he? Yeah, did he actually love did the birds he? or did he love the idea? Uh, like he loved the, cutting them open. The, the process of it, you know? Yeah, or like what it brought him. Yeah, the, or the, the, yeah the God. This, this ability to flex on people from a prison cell. Yeah. The only thing that kept his mind, you know, together. So, um, yeah, he was in the hospital wing at the penitentiary uh, after six years in segregation. Um in 43, uh, the psychiatrist Romney Ritchie uh, diagnosed him as a psychopath, which you had questions about before. It gave him an IQ of 112. Uh, wow. Before that, uh, they said it was 116 in Leavenworth. Um, and that's when he wrote uh, an autobiography called Bobby, which, as he liked to be called, as I told you. Um, and then looking outward, a history of the U.S. prison system from colonial times to the formation of the Bureau of Prisons. Um, and a judge ruled that he had the right to, to keep such manuscripts, Um and but he said the warden w- was okay to ban them from publication. Um, so that, so those didn't co- th- those didn't come out till. But they eventually did see the light. Of oh it? yeah, I have looking outwardly. Oh yeah, yeah. And what about I know why the cage birds different? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, probably. Uh, it wasn't a singer. Donald Hurley, a guard at Alcatraz, uh, said, um, uh, oh, his father was a guard at Alcatraz. He said, whenever Stroud was around anyone, which was seldom, he was watched very closely as prison officials were very aware of his overt homosexual tendency. <laughs> oh, God, here he comes. First hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he said he was always in, quote, unquote, dog block um, or the solitary confinement or in the hospital oh, because, oh, okay. uh, because he was an uh, aggressive homosexual with a bad temper. <laughs> and he loved eating bad meat. I mean, I, it, I like the bad temper part. Where he's like, man, I'm in a bad mood. I'm gonna fuck somebody straight up the ass. But if he was in a straight. good mood, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, not a woman. I'll say that. I'm aggressive and I'm in a good mood. I'm gonna good mood. You gotta reach around. So yeah. it was. Hey, I'm gonna fuck you up the ass. February '63. Uh, the book came out in '55. Um, the inspiration for the Birdman of Alcatraz. He, made, he meets with Burt Lancaster in '63, and um, and he was never allowed to read the book. He was never allowed to see the film, and um. And he told uh, Lancaster that one of the things that uh, uh, was stopping him from getting parole was that he was an admitted homosexual. And um, he uh, Lancaster quoted Stroud as saying, let's face it, I am 73 years old. Does that answer your question about whether I would be a dangerous homosexual? <laughs> Which is like, I don't know, man. I've seen some 73-year-olds have some moves. <laughs> you know? I'm only dangerous if you're a big, overbearing older woman. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so yeah, he was allowed access at Alcatraz to the, the library. He studied law. Um, he was uh, occasionally playing chess as one of the guards. Um, he was uh, petitioning the government that his long-term uh, uh, prison term amounted to cruel and unusual punishment. I would say it definitely did with the solitary. 44 years, what, 47 years? Or? 40, 41, I believe. And um, that's... So 1959, uh, yeah, the, the Medical Center for Federal Prisons in Springfield, Missouri took him, and um, he, he was just li- like working in like the print section. Um, Licking stamps, hoping. <laughs> yeah. One, one of these. And he died the day before... JFK in 1963. Mm. Uh, so he was a real dad. Age of 73. Uh, 42 were spent in solitary. 54 years behind bars. Um, Fuck. And, and um, there was a, a, a historian that said uh, he had a superior intellect, a first-rate ornithologist and author, but extremely dangerous and menacing psychopath, disliked and distrusted by his jailers and fellow inmates. Um... By his last years, his behavior had improved and he was viewed more favorably. Uh, the judge uh, considered him to be modest, no longer a danger to society, and having a genuine love for birds. Um, given uh, the level of his notoriety, the co- crimes he committed were unremarkable, especially as the assaults he committed had a clear cause. So this is the thing. like This guy must have been just very charismatic about being like, well, he fucked me over. What do you, yeah, what do you think I was going to do? Yeah. So uh, uh, confirmed kills. So we've got the guy who did wrong by a woman. Kitty. At 18. Right? Correct. Mm-hmm. And then the guard who did not, was uh, threatening to deny him a visitation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many other confirmed kills? That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's just assaults. <sighs> I mean, psychopath. Yes. Right. Dangerous homosexual. Yeah. I mean, if kill, you're gullible. Killing a guard in front of <laughs> 1,100 inmates at the cafeteria is is almost like... Let's overthrow the whole thing. So the uh, the right the, it, the crackdown from it is going to be severe, yeah, yeah, yeah exponentially yeah. more. But also know, uh, punitive. So here's the thing: is I guess I, what I'm asking you guys is, what is this thing where people want to see somebody that's good at something <laughs> have their behavior overlooked? Is one thing mm-hmm. very apropos of Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, and then another is like um, not so much Will Smith. Uh, another thing is. Uh, like, you know, what is, what is, like, what is it about this guy where he gets away with so much while giving so little, uh, is very fascinating to me. Um, I, I, I was kind of drawn to him because I like that he just basically tells people, like, straight up, like, don't do that, or I'm (laughs) gonna do something, you know? Uh, also, there's this idea of, um, I hate the idea of incarceration. But yeah, it's. I mean, dangerous is dangerous. Is t- yeah, there is a there is a space for that. Like there is mm-hmm. a- dangerous is dangerous, and so it's a thing where it's like I don't want you to be in jail either. But like you can't just if you have a bad day, you can't kill a guy. Right, right. Also, you know those days were when he was a young man, uh-huh. and you do stupid shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it it doesn't it doesn't like you know justify any of it. Uh-huh. But I he was probably not the same person. Mm-hmm. But then you know, but by, by the time he's in his forties, he's not the same guy he was that beat the shit out and and killed. Okay, so the one thing I'll say about that in in, in regard to him is I, it feels like there was you do wrong. I'm going to get you eventually. Like, it was very uh, never forget, never forgive. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, and, it's the and rules of the, sh- of the, you know, of 
the uh, the Wild West or the streets, whatever you want to call those rules. Yeah, but, the boxcar. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not good, but they are what they were, what they were, and they are mm-hmm. what they are. Um, you can't, you know, you it doesn't make them right, but you can then like re evaluate the person after that but in his case he was institutionalized Mm -hmm. so like he's not going to make it on the outside right the best place for him is in an institution like arkham asylum (laughs) right right but that's what i'm saying like it was interesting too is like you know the thing of um again like again with uh hannibal lecter you know it was that warning clarice gets where he's like fucking don't forget Mm -hmm. like just talking to him is dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, and they show that like throughout, you know, Manhunter and everything else, like seemingly, seemingly polite, you know, little things that mean nothing, add up to some crazy scheme. Mm-hmm. And he kind of liked showing that. Mm-hmm. Like other prisoners were like, um, Burt Lancaster owes us, us an apology. That like he was he was so dangerous. They're like one time. Uh, he started kind of a chant about some guy that was sick until it incensed everybody in the dog block uh, to riot. And he goes, and then I remember just seeing in the riot him sitting in his cell just laughing. And it was that thing where I was just like, oh, my God, like, yeah, you are trapped in there with him. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's so scary. Yeah, those people need to be put somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. And it's not necessarily in a federal penitentiary solitary confinement right you throw them in <clears throat> you know <laughs> but it's, it's i don't a- want to say a padded room either but like something else where you can siphon off that energy from them oh, right, to, right. Like, for a productive meeting oh, well, i mean if we didn't lock up so many people there, there would wouldn't be, be enough to start a chant right yeah and you yeah. couldn't even harmonize <laughs> but this is the, this <laughs> no, but, but it, sorry go ahead there also would be more room to give him a larger space where maybe he has like a little bit of room, just him, no one around him, and he can have his birds, and like he can't talk to anybody unless people show up. So like mm-hmm. you could, we could have more space to deal with these special cases mm-hmm. if we, because you know like the moment they execute him, Leavenworth, they're gonna be like the birds rise up. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're gonna they're gonna fill his solitary cell immediately. Yeah, they're that's like, what the movie The Birds was about. Actually, it's actually <laughs> what The Crow was about. That's the that's the third of the trilogy. First it's the Birdman of Alcatraz. Then it's the birds, uh-huh. and then it's the crow. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's the birds too. Stroud's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The birds bite back. Yeah, and and Crow City of Angels, Edward Furlong uh-huh. is not canon. Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, but the Furlong ones, yeah, it's, they're good. It's <laughs> like there's like one. Um, but like, so there's all the, oh, like the other thing too, of like this being the romanticized by Hollywood thing. Like the, the first, the first thing you could do, because this is not the hurricane. This is right. not Mumia Abu Jamal. Like this is, this, this is, is a guy that killed somebody and, that, and yeah. continued to have bad behavior yeah. with him. This was yes, not people. He killed people. And God, dude, screws don't count. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're in the line of duty. Sorry. All right. Well, you know. I mean, people listening, they might, their dad might be a prison board. <laughs> like, whatever, I don't know. Stop listening. <laughs> Talk to your dad, dude. Yeah, reach out, tell him you love him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he needs to hear it. But, yeah, you know, the, like it's like this choice by... No no wonder, like, the, the stereotype of, like, uber-liberal Hollywood became so bad. That they're like, right, oh, right. look at this guy, he's good with birds, let's let him out of jail. And it's like... Yeah, he'll fucking like probably like just like cut your throat with a bottle over nothing. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Only Maybe. if you step. Only if you step. Well, I mean, sure. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you know, I think the Roman Polanski thing didn't help Hollywood's case. Continues to not. That's yeah. That's saying that. That's a big understatement. Uh, (laughs) Big time. But this is the first one where it's like I heard even later. Lancaster was like, "Oh fuck!" Like he, yeah, he's kind of nuts. Yeah, Yeah. but Um, you know, a lot. But it's of people who have done great things are bad men. Right, right. But also, there's a thing there too where you go like, "Oh, somebody's doing something." Special and it's and it's and it's ir- ironically with birds from a cage, and so it's it's like it's too cinematic to kill the guy. <laughs> but it's yeah. a, it's a thing where they're like Poetic. I think it's it's uh, people working out their guilt through art about the, just that people are in prison in general. Sure, uh, and and they're working at it in this way where they're going like, oh well, he wouldn't hurt a. F- Fly. Uh-huh. <laughs> Except he feeds him to Except, the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he killed two guys, but <laughs> and they're like, okay, but wait, and they're like, but they weren't flies. They, like, they you were know, men. The thing is, like, lots of people kill you, people, and we still exalt them. It's just, we, it's just if it's in, if it's under, and also the guise of warfare or being a co- like, you know, um, there are we. I I don't believe this necessarily, but you know, there, uh-huh, we but have, I'm gonna say it. What I'm saying is as as a society <laughs> in which we live, yeah. you know, there are, we have arenas that killing is fine. Yeah. Right? Like if you're a soldier, sure, of course, you come yeah. back as a war hero and who knows, God knows what you did, right? I mean, well, look at cops still. And you still, you know, so, but this guy who does, takes the law into his own hands. I mean, I'm not just, I'm not excusing what he did in the first place anyways or or anything, but... It's kind of you know uh, hypocritical for us to to say that some killings are justified over others. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you are. I'm yeah. saying we as I mean, oh of course, the, the royal we. Yeah, right, right, right. right. And so we're all we we're, we're working it out when we see you know an exceptional talent behind bars, and we go, well, what? Who else behind these bars is also exceptional in some way, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, all the guys that start doing art. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know. Well, there's, and there's this thing too. Where and like, women. The draw of it, I think, is this, right? Where it goes like, how could the the foremost authority, uh, the uh, foremost, <laughs> the foremost authority on uh, sepsis in uh, the avian species could be a guy behind bars uh, with minimal access to anything uh, and barely knows how to write, writes and run on sentences, like you know, um, totally self-taught, picking up birds off the floor in the yard. And then you go like, there must be something wrong with the system. And the Imagine thing- what he could have been in any other situation. Right. If this guy, he didn't really necessarily have a bird interest on the outside. No, 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 no. no. Imagine if that. He was pimping. That- <laughs> yeah, he could have been the greatest His pimp His pimp hand was strong. <laughs> but imagine if that fire, that sparked in, the, in that person, found any other thing. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, birds are great, and you, you did a great, the bird. The advancement of ornithology is 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 noteworthy, right? But imagine if that talent and spark found something else, right? Uh, you know, the, the, he just this is just the 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 arena that he was forced to oh, find. Yeah, the right, thing. right. But also, I think in the last episode, you said something I thought was very interesting about like would he have ever. He loves that. I value your opinion. I value your opinion. He's going, tell me what I said. I said no, well, I forget. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you were saying, like, would he have done it if he wasn't trapped? Right. 
Um, maybe you would have just been like, oh man, baby, I'm still just, uh, just slinging fucking moonshine and fucking, you know. Uh, well, it, it would, he would have made the best moonshine. He wouldn't have been something. able to make moonshine if not for the. He, well, needed, he needed two toilets. That's Pruno. That's right. toilet wine. Moonshine you can make on the outside. Oh, okay. Well, no, with his all his shit, he was making he was making good stuff with the lab equipment. I he, bet he was making well, the best. Mm, yeah. yeah, I bet there was some guards who were like, man. Now here we gone. have a Selbach D from <laughs> 1938. Yeah, vintage uh, yeah. moonshine, and, and you'll notice the subtle note of bird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Along with the tannins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, mm. stirred with a shiv. Uh, <laughs> the blood of the warden. Uh, yeah, the notes on, the, on the back of the tongue. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, like, there's just like a lot to unpack there, where it's just like Hollywood, you know, just having a bad take. You know, it was it was just about Hollywood. You say, well, art can always art will always have, but will have like oh, a sympathetic and, and, eye. And it starts with the book, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the job of the, of the artist is to be like, well, you know, well, also, what if? but also, yeah, yeah. also, what's coming through there, I think, is the idea that the guy wants to repair his life and crimes by virtue of. Fixing birds, mm-hmm. but does he want to? Does he actually want to repair his life in crimes? Not at all. Yeah, <laughs> what I was saying. Like, okay, but, I see what you're but saying. I, but I you're think, saying Hollywood is. I, pro- I think is, the is imagery, the imagery is there. Yeah, and they ran with it yeah. because that's it's a compelling story. It's a, it's a love, yeah, that's sure. a lovely story. Um, doesn't matter if that's who the guy was. Right. It doesn't. No, mostly it was really just a uh, intelligence flex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was most and an outlet for that fight. Like yeah. you have to have some like off gap, pr- some pressure release valve for that kind of intellect. His brain is craving it. And this and like and the thing like and then it was just like well for my next trick usually the next trick was a new challenge to the authority because he almost was like so ca- like cavalier. And narcissistic that he basically believed that he could talk himself out of prison. Mm-hmm. And that meant, like, complaining about not getting the book sales while, ha- while having a business within Leavenworth. Well, you've already made it this far. Yeah, like, you can't fucking do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was and, but he would still get away with it, so he would still keep trying. And he's like, and now my fucking wife lives here. And now there's the ornithologist campaigning for the release of Robert F. Stroud. And, like, you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And, you know, like, I guess I can't blame him for, but I think it was just like, everything was always to keep him entertained. There was too much mind there. So even the prison riots at Alcatraz, it was just like, oh, here we go. Like, you know, trying to fucking get Panzerim to kill himself. There was just always some kind of con going on. And, um, and this thing of, of, uh, trying to make everyone come to you. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't really... You know, he didn't have a choice, really. But but, no, <laughs> yeah, but also, that. but also, like because of like the stuff with his mom and like not lying, it wasn't like he was claiming self defense. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't like really trying to scam his way. He was trying to make everybody bend mm-hmm. to him mm-hmm. and make them be like, oh yeah, like like because he even got that judge to say it. He got a fucking judge to say like, oh yeah, these motherfuckers had it coming, man. Like, well, you know, a lot of people <laughs> can be judges. No, I will not believe, believe, believe me. I'm, I'm not lauding judges, <laughs> like, but you know, it, it's it's impressive. It is impressive, and part of that I don't know how much of that was intentional, other than his just personality type was like, listen, I'll fuck somebody up if they step, 
And here, the, the rules are very clear. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with women. Don't fuck with my birds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just don't snitch. Leave, leave me alone. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so, you know, you can, you know, it's kind of like um, uh, Bernie Getz back in New York. Like, right. he, like, he fucking murked some kids on the subway and, like, he got all this like public praise from you know the great unwashed of New York because of the optics of what he did. When I mean, he murked, he shot some fucking kids, yeah, yeah. And you know, if certain crimes look better in the public eye if mm-hmm. it fits like a narrative. Mm-hmm. And with him, the, the crimes that he committed were like, well, this guy had it coming because he hit his whore and mm-hmm. <laughs> or didn't pay him. Right. And, you know, the guy. But I think also part of that, too, you know, because, like, we're going back and you're going, like, okay, well, so that's Alaska in, like, 19. What are we talking about? 1908, maybe? So you're going, like, that's the closest you're going to get to the Wild West in that time. And it's freezing. And, and, <laughs> and somebody just going, like, you probably would think, like, yeah, maybe the sheriff would be like, yeah, all right, well, he hit her, so. <laughs> You know what I mean? You would like, think that, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't believe that's not what happened. If it's going to be anywhere, you would that's think. That's the place to do it. it yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know what? Nine times out of ten, he probably would have been right. Maybe he just fucking rolled the dice the wrong time. Like, yeah. you know, some sympathetic, you know, uh, or friendly sheriff would be like, yeah, we treat our whores right here in the Yukon. <laughs> Who knows? Well, sure, I mean, that guy could have been a friend of the sheriff. He might have been the sheriff himself. What, what, do, you, what do you think about, uh, as, I, as I put it in the first episode, uh, trips down the stairs, um... Punching in the belly. I don't agree with doing that. Oh, I'm not done with the question. Oh. Well, for the record. Well, you know, you just yeah, for the you made a statement. Uh, uh, a failed uh, underground uh, abortion. And then this guy's still like a fucking genius. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like... Like you know, against uh, all odds, but then you know, of well, course. there's that thing like you know, the rose that grew from concrete type of thing. Like mm. the, you know, stress stress can make you strong, or it can kill you, or or make you sick. And I don't, yeah, fuck, man, who knows? And then arguably, like I said, you know, the mother's punishment was worse because it was like it was either like full on love or the the faucet is off mm-hmm. if you make the wrong move, and like then that becomes like. Doesn't that actually become the real scary thing? Yeah, because you don't know. Because that when guy's it, always beating your ass. Yeah, and you don't know no when doubt. it's going to happen, and the one safe place could just be closed for fucking repairs. Mm-hmm. All right. But I have a feeling that that was not an uncommon situation for a lot of people to grow up in during that time. And for the vast majority oh, no, of human no. history, yeah. I think there was a lot of abusive parents and then a lot of emotionally doting and or withdrawn parents yeah. mm-hmm. and I, don't, I think that being a kid for most of uh, civilization <laughs> yeah. and not human history yeah. let me just say civilization yeah, yeah. Mm. because they're different I but agree I, I agree I think you're saying think, that civilization got worse I think civil, uh, the beginning of civilization was a nightmare. I think only the recent, like the last hundred years, was it any good whatsoever. Yeah, I think, yeah, but I yeah. think you're also saying that by, uh, thereby, if I may, jump to conclusion. Please jump. That maybe you're saying when it was like full tribal style, it, it was better. Uh, there was, I think, better and worse, right? Uh, or... Uh, it was different. I, it was different, but I think <laughs> but, the beginnings of well, civilization... It was different. Yeah, I think but the beginnings of civilization were a real... Uh, entering, bad enter, time. Yeah, entering possession into yeah, the mix. Yeah. Entering, well, well, ownership, possession, real estate. Walls. It, it does, it's not like it's not just turning off a faucet and it happens. 
There are there there are slow structures that are being built, you know, and then diseases come in because right. you're all together. together. Right? There's, it, it's it, it happens slowly. It doesn't right. happen. Right. The walls aren't built overnight. No, but the, you, there is you know there is kind of a line in history where they go like around twelve thousand years ago was kind of the agricultural agricultural revolution and people stopped moving around. And they kind of became sedentary. Right after was the younger Dryas. After that, right. that mini ice age. Right mm-hmm. after that. People started just hanging out. Yeah. Chilling. Chilling. Yeah, yeah, and then with chill. chilling becomes building. And building becomes And with wall. chilling comes villains. And dude, you don't like villains. Mm-mm. Even if they're chilling. Even if they're Batmanian. Well, that's when they gets kind of cool, you know, but Yeah. This guy I, I I you know, I And I don't agree with the Batmanian genocide. Um Oh, you know what that means. <laughs> bad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Bad, but, it's a bad joke. But it's, it's a bad joke. It, it's a thing where, like, uh, I think he's he's like I said, you know, the, the most uh, closest to a Batmanian villain uh, that we've done. That we've done. Yeah. And 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 then the clear inspiration for for Lecter. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's a thing too where like also like he sees himself as the hero, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, event you know, we'll get to Ted Kaczynski, who is also very much mm. that way too. And they always have this kind of like. You know, the little origin story. Yeah. Of like, ah, well, you know, their dad, and then they were in the hospital, and the kid, and they fucking didn't get love. And they, I know. Right. I know. And, well, then, they, and be, then they loved Matt. Yeah, I've, like, I've never, yeah, I've never uh, been so convinced of uh, anything by reading about these types of people than just there's nothing more dangerous than an unloved human. Yeah, and I think that's like I think, a I think, lot, I think, a lot, a lot of... Uh, the history of the world is is a result of oh yeah yeah, yeah treating yeah. kids like shit yeah yeah I mean like I was saying like you know in the first episode like Panzerim and this guy like oh, like side by side stories you know different parts of the country mm-hmm. but abuse beaten on the farm beaten at home hitting the fucking box cars then there's a rapist and you know now you now you're his property. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a problem. And then, yeah, and then you're bumming around and scamming and trying to see if you can get what you can. Like, you know, that was the thing too. It was like everybody was so beaten off the farm and and then raped on the railways. Right. That then when they showed up in the town, they're like, "I'm gonna steal a pie." And then the guy's like, "I'm I, I if I see a stranger, I shoot them." <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Like, yeah. like people in like these front, like you know, frontier like level. Like, yeah. They'd be like, "If I don't know you." Right, dude, and that's where the, get that, the fuck out. And that's where, like, you know, that idea of the unloved child or the abused child, like, you can offset that nightmare situation because you know we all know people that have been abused, or at least anecdotally, that turn out great, and they or even exceptional. And that's because that they were not abused in isolation. They had mm-hmm. out. They had other places to go mm-hmm. or, and, and like examples to follow because like, if you live out in the frontier and you're just being abused by your mom or dad and they're yeah. like shoving the Bible down your throat and then you got to build a fence for the cows, like, and that's your whole life. You're yeah. going to just become a fucking nightmare. Right. But if you have some place to go and people are like, Hey man, you got the boys and girls club or whatever. And right. Denzel's teaching you how to fucking Yeah. 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 You can't, you can't just go out and, like, fuck a cactus for an hour and then come home and get more abuse. Right, no, I exactly. Mean, take the needles off first. <laughs> well, depending on me, it's a succulent, you know? Mm. Uh, Suck to fucking. If, if that, and that's the importance of, like, 
you know, where they, they you know, going back to pre-nuclear family civilization, mm-hmm. like everyone, they, there were pe- other people, extended family, friends, people around would be like, listen, man, don't listen to your fucking dad. I know he beats the shit out of you, but like, that's not like the whole of existence. Exactly. And exactly, he's a piece yeah. of shit. And he might be right about these things. Your mom loves you. I know. Yeah. There is something to other evidence hitting the table. Yeah. And you just go like, oh, oh this is not. All of reality. Yeah, this is yeah, this yeah, isn't sure. how it's supposed to be. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Then, like, a lot of times you'll be fine, or you know, hopefully you or will. Or better than you would have been otherwise. I, I think in general, I think that's a pretty good rule. But you know, there's also examples of people who are well loved by terrible people, and they became terrible people because they, of course, well know, so loved by terrible people. How do you mean? Well, I mean, does it just well, because? I, I think what you were saying is there are plenty of people who were who grew up with being loved. Yeah. In a good situation. And ended up being horrible people. Well, no, yes, I, I'm sure there are that too. But there are also people who were well loved by terrible, like a person who wasn't necessarily a good person, who gave them bad ideas about society, right? Yeah. And and inherited this uh, this idea that people should be uh, ruled by me. And they, you know, well, so, you got to give me an example here. So I, I uh, like, you know, sons of, of the Rockefellers or something like, oh, right. Just, yeah. Maybe they were like, they could have been well loved. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I mean, uh, with them, it's almost was like, Alexander, with, Alexander the Great was well loved. Was he good to people? Sure. He no, was no, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was great. I know. What you're, right? I know what you're saying, but with them, it's almost like but uh, it, it, I think what you're saying has does not invalidate the other. Part. No, I'm not saying it does. I'm not saying it does. Yeah, I'm, no, just, I'm just, just another saying, example of I'm how to make a, man, is, a maniac. It's, it's yes. You know, there is not one way to create a maniac. No, no, no. Fucking million. When there's those. Dynasties, um, then it's like a thing of like, um, you know, you might be like well pampered and taken care of, but like they're gonna be like, how are you going to, um, you know, exceed your father as the next big global maniac? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like that kind of well, thing. Well, first I'm gonna fuck my mom. Yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. I'm gonna cuck the shit on my dad. Show yeah. him that I'm better lover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna really fucking tear this place up. We'll start there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm start by slapping you in the mouth. But that. like that's another thing where like technically that is kind of isolation. If you're sure, coming sure, from the sure, top sure. and like they just you're not living a right. real. They don't all turn into life. Buddha. Yeah, there's no kid on the bus you can go talk to and be like, you know, because like you know, I remember like when she was like real crazy in my house and stuff like that. Like I would talk to like this other kid at the bus, you know, you know, on, like on my bus, and it was like. Hey man, this shit's going on in my house. It's pretty crazy. And he'd be like, "This shit's going on in my house. It's pretty crazy." And we're like, "It's crazy, right?" And we both be like, "Yep." Thank God for fucking PBS. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. like Ar- that, Arthur. That, that type of shit. Sesame Street, man. Yeah, but it's the thing where you go like, "Oh man, yeah, I was, you know, I was grateful for that experience." Where you just go like, "This is not." I'm not the crazy one. I'm right? not crazy. You know, like you know. Um, there's a, there's a good argument to be made for TV. <laughs> like, oh, children's programming, hundred yeah, percent, true, especially. True. PBS. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Treat people nice. Yeah. Like, oh, and like low inside voices. Yeah, we're not like also you know, representation and seeing people yeah, who are you. Yeah, fucking Muppets are all, yeah. all different colors. Yeah. Elmo's yeah. red yeah. for Christ's sake. Animals yeah. and animals. I just big birds big I, and yellow. And I think with this probably. guy though, you know, with all the the things of like, you know, everybody calling him a psychopath and sociopath. Of course it's mainly prison people. But even when it's a thing with like all the other inmates are like, yeah, dude, fuck this, dude. Like, it's a thing where you go like, all right, I think the only thing he really loved 
was flexing his intellect and 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 I, I don't I don't I don't know if he loved the birds. Uh, I don't know. Like the fact that we don't know probably means no. Uh, yeah, but you <laughs> know it saying? seems like that would I be said, like a I, very I, strong. I know. I don't want to. I don't want to jump to like harsh conclusions or anything. Sure. But there's a thing where I just go like, looking at everything that I've taken in, I go like, I feel like uh, maybe the only thing that was really burning inside you was the rage, like against like everything that was like keeping you incarcerated while you felt so intellectually mm-hmm. superior. And we have to consider this. Which, which is also very Batmanian. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, uh, he, I like, it's, it's one of those things where you go like, man, imagine he was like caught when he was like 50. He'd be like, probably like the fucking Unabomber. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he'd be like too dangerous. Like, I mean, like, if, like all he's got going is just like rage. Mm. Yeah, but and even, it, even the, the Unabomber story is he, he thought that he was being fucked with in this uh, Harvard study. He was. Oh, he was. 100%. Have you listened to the study? Like, yeah, they were hurling, yeah. hurling abuse at him. Yeah, they it, record you, like, and you're telling you your most vulnerable moments, and then a guy comes in yelling at you, calling you a pussy for those moments. He should have recused himself from the studies it, at a certain this, point. It, this wasn't the thing that went over months. This was, a, like, it happened to him. It over, over years. No. Yes, it did. N- not over years. No, this was a Harvard study for a short time. All right, let's to be, to be well, that we'll hash this out on okay, the humor, okay. Unabomber but I'm episode. Saying, I'm saying, I mean, it, it's not. I heard it happen over the whole time he was at Harvard. No, it did not. Well, what's time when you're on it? <laughs> what's time uh, when you're on it? Also, I mean, it goes on for long enough. I mean, shit, man. Yeah, pull you out. Know what I mean, pull out. He should have pulled out. It's not as if like no. Then we can say, like, let's save this for a Patreon. We'll talk about this in a Patreon. Yeah. Uh, well, me and Aaron were talking about tag teaming uh, the, the Unabomber, the TK. Oh, okay. I get the ass. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'll get the dome, I guess. Shut the mouth. Well, that's where the meat is. Dome is good for me. <laughs> I like the Astro Dome. <laughs> <laughs> that's both worlds. Well, anyway, yeah, Robert Stroud, uh, the third man of ball control. <laughs> I uh, I was I was really interested in it. I I did like uh, you know kind of his uh, fuck Eunice, you know, at first. And then I was kind of like, you know, it, it just turned the whole thing on his head for me because, like I said, with the Panzerim on, it's a thing where he's out there, he's trusted, he's, he, you know, he's given the benefit of the doubt, he's not tortured for the first time, and then he becomes this model prisoner, like, waving a flag in front of the baseball team mm-hmm. and stuff, and then, like, that guy gets, like, ousted from the prison you right. know, administration, and then he goes back to electrocuting you in a bathtub until you are, like, your heart's about to stop, and then he goes out and he's like, I'm going to kill as many people as I can because... Uh, this is for uh, rehabilitating uh, me for society, and he's and he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what your rehabilitation has done to society. So he's like, you know, gung ho that way. But before that, you know, he's very much like, oh shit, you're gonna be cool. Oh, this is the first time this has ever happened to me since I was born. Uh, whereas Robert Stroud is like, you know, given you know, this uh, progressive uh, warden in his own right, and then he's just like, I'm just going to do it. Milk it. I'm just going to milk it to flex on people and, you know, uh, you know, to try to just kind of connive and, and, and like, it was just like a thing where I was just like, yeah, I guess, you know, it's very conflicting to me because I just feel like I could never, ever, ever do the screw job of just like caging humans. But also... How hypocritical is that of me 
to say that while also saying that certain people should be incarcerated. Well, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. No, you can. I mean, there's there's a gray area. There are there, jobs there, I could never a... do, but they need to be done. Yeah. Oh, right. But uh, but also we will say fuck screws. So can yeah, you, you shouldn't want to do that job. <laughs> but we're saying that somebody needs to do them. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say fuck the garbage man because I love it when my no, garbage goes. No, 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 no. The garbage. A garbage man fucking is the glue of society. Take that shit the, back. The waste management union. I, I have assured this as a New York's fine. Was it New York's finest? I would never say you never talk shit about the garbage man. Okay, but you understand the analogy. There's a difference between removing the refuse from people's homes. I know there's a fucking difference. I'm just saying. We're saying that the job is necessary. Yes, mm-hmm. but it, but I would I would argue that um, the necessity of that job has been overblown. Mm-hmm. There oh, should oh, not. Oh right? no, a hundred percent. And I'm not speaking about waste management. I'm nope. speaking about prison guards. Yes, yes, no. But even if we did get it down, if we if we like whittled it down to who we thought were just like the real fucking like oh I can't stop. Fucking then we kid. would value that job more. We would. But also, we would still kind of doubt some of the people being in there and why and stuff. But Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I mean, I think in a healthy society, we would. Sure. Hopefully. The, the problem is, is that we need to, we need prison guards. That's the problem. Like we, if we need too many prison guards because we have too many people in prison. Yeah. And so we, the the good ones are all, were hired immediately. Yeah. And now we're hiring. And now they're people hiring who, like ah you. <laughs> Uh, you failed at everything else, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Fired from Walmart greeting. <laughs> You're hired. Uh, you don't have to greet these folks. I kept telling them bye. <laughs> oh. Uh, I used to be a stockbroker. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do so well. <laughs> I kept telling them bye. I used to be David Spade. <laughs> but bye. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My mom got bye-bye one time. It's pretty dope. By David Spade? Yeah, at the VMAs. Mm-hmm. It's pretty dope. Um, she claimed Sean Penn was looking at her ass, too. Of course That's she pretty did. dope, dude. Yeah. Dude, Riddle did she know he'd be fixing Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like um, a, he's like a plumber for Ukraine. Anyway, fellas, I uh, I knew the I knew the roundtable on this one would have have a while, so I wanted to split it up into two. Mm-hmm. But in future, I, I probably would like to like record it all at once and then split it up. Because I just feel on like the, the count of momentum. The momentum is the better. Moment. I feel like the Mets came out better that way. Yeah. Um, guys, I'm uh, pretty pretty drunk too. What? No, I, I mean I was pretty drunk by the end of it. For the Mets? Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah, but it was it was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, Touche. <laughs> guys, uh, uh, I love you, boys. Hey, I love you too. Love you too. Uh, you guys are uncontrollably handsome. Um, it is tough. It's under control now. Oh. <laughs> is it, is I it? know that now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say goodnight. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Peter. Matt Good Goodnight, everybody. We love you. Goodnight. Podcast Network.